Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through the industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Koale, CEO and founder of Sutudu and K Vibe Studios. Welcome to the show, Koa. Thanks, AJ. Thanks for having me. Great, great. It's a it's a great uh, pleasure to have you on the show, uh, my friend. And we'll be talking about you know entrepreneurship and NFTs and brand development with NFTs and several things related to NFT and Web three. But first, my first question to you, Kwa, uh, is to understand nowadays there is less talk happening on NFT, crypto, and has the, why have things gone silent? Though we know a few <laughs> reasons, but just to understand from somebody who is following this space very, very closely. Yeah. Well, first of all, I think the I think the issue is that um, you got a lot of people that went into the space with the wrong mindset. They went into the space not trying to solve problems. They went into the mindset trying to make money. That's the first issue. That's number one. So uh, my background is that I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I run, uh, besides the business that you mentioned, I, I do have other businesses as well. And my successes uh, has come from trying to solve problems, not trying to make money. So I look at like success as like your, I look at business like a car. And I look, I look at the, the money like gas. You don't go into the business. You don't go to buy a car for the gas, but you but you need the gas to get you from point A to point B. I go buy the car so I get from point A to point B, just like I would do my business from point A to point B. So the issue around, I would say, ninety nine percent of the people they go in there not trying to solve a problem. They go in there because they they're just trying to flip a coin, <laughs> trying to flip making money. And yes, they made some of them made off with a lot of money and. There's nothing wrong with making money. It's just that you're in the wrong, wrong mindset. So when things explode or implode on you, then then you're in big trouble, right? And so a lot of these projects fail because they it, it never really solved any problems. And so and so that's the uh, that's why I think that uh, that you see this whole industry going through a, a really big decline. But that's a good thing. It gives opportunities for people to say, "Hey, the people that are trying to do good." They'll come up, they'll rise to, from the crop, and the ones that will, the ones that uh, does, will solve those problems, and they will succeed. And it's like, so it's like kind of like the internet, you know, the internet boom. People went in there trying to make money, and they didn't work out. And the ones that solved problems made a lot, you know, are still existing today. Right, right. But uh, can you spell out who is responsible for this? Is it? Uh, see, you cannot stop. Anybody from making money the legal way? Then why? And there was so much of you know. I'm not trying to dis. We'll not discuss. Make this as the topic of discussion. But just to understand for from the audience point of view, people who have already invested money into this and as a technology, as a future, NFTs in all walks of life is a reality. Uh, maybe there is a debate around crypto and. All that stuff that is that's a different space. But if people lose interest or trust in a thing like this, a technology like this, uh, then how would it impact? Because the future of entrepreneurship, Web three, brand development, a lot of things that you are doing 
uh, is related with with this space. So right. that is the you are the right person. That's why you are the master for today's master class to give that understanding to people as to uh, I don't want to take you any uh, take any you to take any names, but who is it? Can just a bunch of people, or you can say their urge to make money faster out of this uh, te- technical technology uh, opportunity is going to ruin the future for everybody. How does it look for? From where you are sitting at. Well, I, I, in my opinion, I look at it as that it's not a it's obviously not a single person's problem. Uh, it's not just a single company's problem. I think it's just, it's a society problem. I think it's just the way where I think the way capitalism works is that it's it's not a perfect product. <laughs> you know, it's not a perfect situation. And so when you when you know when all this crypto stuff happened, it happened because of the financial crisis in two thousand eight that happened in America. And it caused it, it created a whole ripple effect across the world, and so you know all this. You know, there's no this whole the, the the traditional route of doing it. If you think about it, it's fairly not an old. It's fairly new. It's not. It's not been. It's been. It's not. It's not this financial capitalism has been around for thousands of years. You know, and so you we go. You know, as humans, we want to. I believe is this as humans, we want to always evolve. And find more efficient ways because some because sometimes the system does not work for some people, you know. And if it doesn't work for some people, people look for new solutions. And if Web three and crypto and NFTs is a solution, they're gonna try it out. But someone, but people just prepare to get burned out of it. It's a very new technology, you know. It's a platform. Blockchain is a platform, right? And, it, and it's still emerging. And when you think about that, uh, NFTs. Web three is really not even a decade old yet, and it takes about a decade for anything to actually have that 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 sense of mass adoption, right? I could say that I think majority of the people now actually heard of an NFT before. I would say about two years ago, nobody heard of what that NFT was about. So it's coming pretty quickly. But then, but the NFTs is 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 it a scam? Is it bad for you? It's a scam if you work with scammers. <laughs> it's not a scam if you work with legit people. Unfortunately, there's a lot more scammers than there are with legit people. Or people don't – and I think that's because people don't understand NFTs. And I also think that it's under, it's not regulated because the people that does regulations, um, they don't understand it. If they don't understand it, how they're going to approach it. So I think I think what, you, what we're seeing is that we're people are kind of sitting back. Let's see what happens. Let's see who gets you know, killed along the way, and then and then let's see what we can learn from. Like FTX, FTX is a is a bad thing for the industry. Sure, it hurt a lot of people. However, it's a great thing for the long run because people we're going to be able to learn from it. And people are going to say, hey, how do we prevent this from happening again? That's a good thing. And so, so we always have to look at two sides of it. Yes, I mean, the media, I would say it's, you know, you want to blame single, it's media, right? Media is, likes, to, likes to take bad things and blow it up. And then, and then anything that's good, they kind of put it under the rug. Eh, it's not a good story. It's a good story. It's two of a good story. Uh, I'll, I'll give them one minute of it and then not talk about it anymore. 
But when it comes to something with dr- drama, they talk about it for weeks, for months. <laughs> right, right. Kwale, <laughs> so, I just wanted to understand is that you are an investor and you have put money in Web3. You are a Web3 NFT investor. So I hope your money is not with scammers and it is perfectly in good shape and size. So I, I invest into my own products most of the time, which is what we develop. So Satudu is a Web3 company. Um, the meaning behind Satudu stands for freedom in Vietnamese. I'm Vietnamese, but it stands yes. for freedom. And the idea was to create freedom in Web3, hopefully using our technology. So the idea around Satudu was, yes, we're an NFT marketplace, but, but we created a proprietary software application that allows for nfts to be split meaning like say you and i aj could do an nft podcast together and anyone that buys nfts could have a split you know we split our our profits automatically upon we could put up to 100 different wallets together and then we could actually monetize together we could do that with royalties we could do that with everything else so when when it comes to my investment to satudu Tutu's investment is a platform, meaning that we're trying to invest into the people that uses the platform. So if you're a music artist, you're a filmmaker, you're a consultant, you're doing redeemables rewards, well, we're investing into them because we're investing into a platform that allows them to use it properly and hopefully create education around it. So that's my investments around that side of things. So in, in hope that they could understand how to use NFTs properly. Right. Does that make and sense? How, 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 yes, yes, it makes sense. But to understand it uh, much more uh, simplified for our audience, and you sure. know, today's the attention economy, the creator economy. A lot of people would find uh, this sort of a thing interesting and to try out this platform. So, Sutudo, uh, uh, in in terms of how do they use it? Because uh, you say you have created that. Sure. Platform. Yeah. How yeah. Does, how does one get into that some sort of a step by step in in a, uh, in, in in few minutes if you can tell that absolutely uh step by step oh this is a good test for me you got to have a wallet i will recommend a metamask wallet they're the, they're the they're the they're the most popular one and the most probably the most secured one wallet and then on our platform you hit connect you pick a you pick your wallet account you hit connect and now you're connected to our website Without an email, without a name, without a password, anything like that, you're already connected and you're ready to do a transaction. The second part is that you have to buy – currently, we're on Polygon, so use Matic. If you want to buy an NFT, and we'll talk about that in a bit, you have to have some sort of um, – you have to have a crypto in it. You have to have Matic to make the transaction happen. That's simple. That's straightforward, right? But you have to figure that part out. Now – the 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 when we launch we're gonna come we're gonna have ten to twelve case studies and these are tangible companies meaning like if say you want to buy a uh, think of it like eBay plus Etsy combined together you want to buy this NFT it comes with a VR headsets whatever it is right it's redeemables you want to buy a, a food you could buy food on our platform as an NFT and then and then the, the distributor will ship it to you. You know what I'm saying? By redeeming it. So it's all done by a redeeming platform. It's not like Amazon where you make the purchase and then everything is shipped right away, right? 
it's more like you buy it, and then when you're ready to when you're ready to redeem it, like it rewards, you redeem it, and 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 that's another. So once you make a purchase, you what you're gonna see, you're gonna see what we call unlockable. And so you can see when you unlock it, then you can see where you can put the shipping information, you where you'll be able to redeem it. That's it. It's okay, that simple. That There's no other complication. Now, the difference is that what's why will you do that not on eBay or where it is? I said the difference is that it's an NFT. It's it's a receipt that's printed on the blockchain. And so when you when you when you once you make the purchase, you own that NFT. Meaning that let's just say you got this VR headset, a used VR headset or a new one, and you want to resell it. Well, you could you don't have to take an image again. You just resell the NFT, and then you you have to be the one that ships it o- over to people. There's some holes behind that because yes, how do you know that the shipper is a, not going to be a scammer too? Right. Well, we're partnering with companies like a shipping company, so someone that's really trusted, and they're the one that holds the money. You know, you you pay the crypto to them. They hold the shipment. They're the one that ships it out to you, and then they're the one that redistributes the money back to the seller. You know what I'm saying? So this way, you, because the consumers are more willing to send the money over to someone they trust versus someone they don't know who they are if they're going to send the item at, at all. So we're working with companies that are verified, that's pretty established, and hoping that hoping that people are willing to do business with them. And everyone is making money off together, right? Doing business together. And then consumers are not going to get screwed at the end of the day. So our job is to not screw the consumers. Okay. And, and the mode of... Uh, the currency is what the crypto. Yeah, the the we're using Matic, Matic from Polygon, which is a, a, a which is a you know uh, for those that don't know, it's a well everyone heard of of Ethereum, hopefully Ethereum. Yes. Yes. Matic uh, Polygon is a layer two technology on top of Ethereum. So it, because Ethereum is really slow, Matic became this new technology that helped sped up the thing. But they use their own tokens for that. We are going to be building. As we expand, we are, we're building up some more legitimate uh, blockchains, which is like Ethereum. We're going to be working off Ethereum stuff. Anything that's legit. We don't create our own tokens. I don't believe in people creating their own tokens out of thin air and be valueless. Um, we're using real uh, crypto that cannot be replicated. You have to mine it. It has to be, you have to be received from somebody, but you can't create it out of thin air. That's what we're working with. Okay, and and how do you see this uh, business moving forward? Now you are at a juncture where all this sense of uh, news around crypto or that sense of you know I wouldn't call it distrust, but some sort of people are looking for better understanding of this whole yeah. space and to get more clarity. So how do you plan to build the business? In a time like this, which is so much uh, related to these things, one hundred percent. So, there, there's this is thing what we call the transformation, right? There's a trans, there's a transition period, and there are there are. I'm not going to get into it, but there are six different ways. There are six things that you have to do in order to do a transition and build trust with people. The, the end goal is to build trust. But it takes time to build trust. So that you need to have good leaders. So we need to bring a big leadership into our space. We need to be able to inspire people properly to do it, which means that you need to create case studies that actually works. You know, you know, one one bad case study 
hurts everybody else, right? So the more case, it's like a video game, right? It's like trying to get to the next level and trying to beat the boss and trying not to get killed along the way. That's what we have to try to do. And so the more people that we can onboard that's legit, that's credible, that wants to do the right thing, it actually solves problems where, you know, whether you're, you're solving, like you want to buy, it could, it could be something simple. You're selling ice cream, you know, you need, and then you're trying to ship it across the world, but then, and, but then you figured out how to sell it, uh, send it across the world in 24 hours, wherever it is. You solve the problem. We want to work with people in that space, except that you're not working with a middleman. You're not working with a bank, a, a, an American bank system. You're working with your own system and you're using NFTs to do the transactions. Our job is to make sure that you're a legit business. And how do you do that? Well, it's not just me going to your own office and figuring out are you legit or not. It's more about how do we work with suppliers that are legit and how do those legit suppliers work with everybody else? That's how we kind of think about it. And then I think the more people that on board, it's not like we don't try to go after it as like, um, I don't think about it as like, everyone talks about trying to go fast. We think of it the opposite. You go slow. You go slow, you build slowly, you build trust slowly, and hopefully that trust will say, you know what, they're a legit company. They will tell their friends, they will tell their family, you got to do business this way, da-da-da-da, mom and pop shops, whatever it is. That's how we believe is going to scale properly because we don't think of it as uh, building a business for five years. We think of it, how do we keep this business in going for the next hundred years? So this way, this way you get into crypto, you stay in crypto. You don't get into crypto and then you say, ah, I'm out of it. I don't want to touch it anymore. The worst thing that we could do is get a mom and pop shop business into our NFT space and hurt them. You know, there's no, there's no point of that. They, they come into the space. They should say it should be like a, it's like a credit card system. You get into credit cards, you stay in credit cards, you use it. You get into Venmo, Zelle, it becomes your business model. We want NFTs to become a business model for businesses and for creators. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Now, from the branding part, I'm, I'm just asking to understand from your part, Adzad, how are you using Web3 NFT for branding your business? Through oh, your yeah, example, that's, that's, a, that's yes. a good one. I like that. So yeah. through, your, through your understanding, through your uh, full space sort of an expertise, I want to get the same expertise for people who want to understand and use this for their own businesses or their startups. 100%. Bra- well, branding so is that's the... Why, that's why, that's right. why, 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 yeah. So how do you brand the brand business it. as well as build up your own brand because they are so interlinked? That's right, 100%. Well, branding is the number one, I would say, attribute to running a long-term business, right? Uh, branding is everything. You know, without brand, then you're always ch- chasing your own tail. Um, branding is about building trust. So when you think about, when you think about like, say you're trying to court a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend, think of it that way. That's branding because you got to build trust with somebody. How do you get this girl to know who you are and how do you get them to like you? And well, you got to buy them flowers. Maybe you got to take them out to eat. Right. And oh, taking them out to eat says a lot, sends a big message. Where you're taking them out, how much you're spending, and how much you actually really like them, right? It's the same thing with branding. When you when you're doing the branding, it's just like it's just how are you are you doing in a let's say you you branding is a one it's a relationship thing, right? One customer at a time. 
So they come in, are you giving them a good customer service experience? Are you answering their calls? When you say what you're going to do, are you doing it? You say that you're going give to give them the product in 24 hours, but then you gave it to them in 48 hours. You immediately have broken their trust because you told them something that and you, under, and you, you, you didn't deliver. That's, so what we try to do when we think about branding for Satudo is exactly that. We're, we're doing podcasts. We do a commercial. We say that we're built on trust. We hold ourselves accountable to trust. We say that, hey, we're, you're going to get a response from us by email within 24 hours or eight hours. We make sure we have to do that. And if we don't do that, we have to be accountable for it. We say, hey, sorry about that. Here, let me, let me do something to make, up, make it up for you. It's like a girlfriend, boyfriend, right? You do something wrong, you apologize, and then you figure out how to make up so, they could, so you guys could be together again. If you don't, they will, you, will, you, will, you will break up. And so that's how we, so in the, in, a, in the higher level of things, when it comes to branding, branding is all about building trust. And so don't think of branding as social media. Don't think of branding as like, I'm going to pump this flyers out and, you, and they, these people are going to trust me. It doesn't work that way. No, you pump these flyers in, you get them to click, and then they can say, you, you have to give them a reason to click. Once they click, they said, are you wasting my time, yes or no? If you're giving me a time where you, you're giving me something, something of value, education, or something like that, they'll appreciate it, and they'll come back again. And then they say, you know what? You make a lot of sense. You said you what you're going to do. And you know what? After talking to you for or looking at yourself for 30 days, I actually want to do business with you. What platform is that again? Let me, okay. Even though your platform might be in beta, it's not working properly. At least you told me. But you know what? I trust you and I know you're trying to make this thing work. I want to support you. That's branding, man. That's branding because they're going to support you and they're going to support you for a long time and you're going to give it back to the customers. Does that make sense? Yep. Yes. Yes, indeed. So somebody who, as a startup, uh, what would would you want to... uh, Tell them anything in particular. What uh, who are watching this space is that uh, should they uh, should they be more cautious and wait for some time if they want to get into this space, or 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 should they be somewhat like they need to get more skills before they jump into it? How um, I, I, I would that, yeah I, I I you know I would say that you got first of all you got to have a purpose to start a business. That's number one. So regardless of what space you're in or what, how you want to tackle it, have a purpose of why you're starting the business in the first place. Do you, are you needed? Are you needed or are you better off working for somebody else that's solving problems? My suggestion is that you go into the business, don't, make them, don't go after trying to make the money. Go after is your business going to solve someone's problem? If you're like a, a deli restaurant or a deli or bodega, wherever it is, you're solving a problem that people need a corner store they need quick food, and you're serving something. You solve the problem locally. If you're trying to do it on a macro level, are you solving something on the macro level? So figure that part out, number one. Now, the Web3 stuff is that you have to see that you have to have a, a – you don't have to have a perfect understanding of it, but you have to know that, that do you see an opportunity in it. If you don't see the opportunity, don't jump into it. That's all. Test, test the Web3 in, with other people first. See if that works for you. And then you say like, hey, you know what? This, their ideas is really good. I could use that for my model. You know, borrow people's model. Then once you figure it out, then go into it. Don't go into it blindly and then, and then get screwed out of it. Or worse, 
you're screwing somebody else out because because you didn't have an education around it, you know, and and always be in the mindset as, as a startup business. You're in there to help people. You're in there to impact. You're in there to solve problems. You're not solving problems by being a bad person, not helping the person out. So have a customer service mindset when you jump into Web3. A lot that's where the opportunity. 99% of people don't have customer service mindsets. These are like artists that are just trying to make money. That's the opportunity. The opportunity is for you to not do that. The opportunity is for you to do something right. And, and that's how you actually brand yourself as this trusted brand in Web3. And in my opinion, um, that's, you know, go slow. You got to build it one, one, brick, one brick at a time, you know. You, can't, you, can't, you cannot run before you can walk. So. Right, right. So how do people connect with you, those people who can learn from you, those people who may want to do business for, with you, yep. and those people who may want to use your uh, services, your so to do, yeah. Um, right now, you could have me on. You can add me on. You can email me. It's the easiest way of doing it. It's qua k h o a dot l e at at com. You could do that. Um, you could Twitter me, um, but don't DM me because I I don't look at my DMs. Or you could Instagram me. Uh, Instagram or Facebook message me are probably easier ways because I don't get spammed on those places. Um, and you, you know, you, you have my information is quality films, which is my Instagram. And then you have my, uh, my Facebook and you can find me on, uh, uh, facebook.com slash K vibe or LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a big one for me too. And just type in my name quality. I don't actually don't know my URL on that, but it's, uh, you could just search me on LinkedIn. Um, and you know, and then from there, there's so many ways. And then, um, um, and I like to, you know, when it comes to Web3, I like to connect with people. And so I like to do my Zoom calls, 15, 30-minute sessions with them and get them to understand it and, um, and get them comf- comfortable to use it. You know? Right, right, right. And what about your podcast? Uh, how is that, that, that doing? You are also Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so we yeah. have a podcast called um, uh, Picture Freedom. You could just type on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and all the other majors, and you just type in Situdo, you'll find it. And uh, we're on, we're we're pretty new at it still. We're maybe on episode ten or something like that, or twelve. But we have a whole slew of pipelines. Uh, I'm a filmmaker, entrepreneur, obviously, and we're onboarding all our warm people, my network, that come in to talk about the space, and it's very, very interesting, very interesting because of of how these people are thinking about uh, how they're using NFTs. There's a clothes fashion company that we're working with. Phenomenal idea they got where they're using real fashion work, but be able to like the shirt that you wear, the shirt I wear, the creators are being recognized for it and getting a royalty for the tangible item that they're doing. Uh, really, really cool stuff. But yeah, check out our podcast at, at uh, and just type in Situdu. Right, right. My last question to you, Kwa, is uh, that... You have done quite well from coming from Vietnam to U.S. and making a space for yourself. And already you are trying to do this big thing. Where from here? Where do you go from here if you, if you see a bit into the future? Um, Where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? Look, I look at this. I, I don't think that you could ever take your successes and your money to the grave. <laughs> so, so 
my thing was always about trying to impact people's lives the best. And hopefully I have two kids and I hope that my kids are taught right to be able to help others in their future. And so we believe that, you know, it's about giving, it's about uh, being open-minded and it's about creating opportunities and doorways for people. I'm in, in the entertainment world and it's cutthroat and the doors are always closed a lot of the times. And, and when you, when you, when you see a door open, you had, you had to be ready to battle and it's not easy to get through that, that, you know, through, through that stage. My, my role is to, whether it's a tutu or something else, my role is to build something that's going to be sustainable for the creative community, for entrepreneurs and, and businesses, and to understand that, uh, have a mindset about leaving, creating impact, whether it's small or big, but you're impacting people's lives and you're solving problems. And that's really it. You know, if you can make money out of that, great. Not here to try to make a billion dollars, but if we're, but then the money, the funny thing is that the money measures your success, right? It measures how successful and how people trust your platform. So the more money that we make out of it, then I know that we're, 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 we're creating more opportunities to impact people. That's how I look at it. Right, right. On this note, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much indeed for joining us on this show. Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity, AJ. And uh, you're, you're a, a really cool host. So thank you. Thank you.